to the Matters of the Heart podcast with me. We pray you enjoyed this podcast and would like you to share, subscribe, and follow. Okay, let's start over again. <laughs> Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with me, Bishop Sharon Jones. This podcast is designed to equip, empower, support and change lives through a whole and healthy relationship with God while dealing with the matters of the heart. I want you to download, subscribe, follow, and share this app with your friends. While you are listening, invite them to join in. It can only be a blessing. I know something is going to be said today that will bless you and give you strength for your journey. Oh, today we're, we're going to have a phenomenal, you know that's my word. We're going to have a phenomenal time with my very special guests. I put emphasis on the S because there's more than one. I have three guests this morning. Today's episode is Business Matters. Many of you have dreams and visions, books and ideas in you that you are literally, hallelujah, just sitting on, afraid to pursue because of one reason or another. And we just want to talk today. Amen. Can we just talk today? We want to talk. Do you have your coffee? Well, I don't have coffee today. I have some tea. I made some tea. I think I over-sweetened it, but it's good. And uh, Chief Apostle is really going to enjoy this tea. <laughs> so get you some coffee or get you some tea. And are you sitting in your favorite chair or just riding along? Just relax and ease your mind. All right. We've got to learn. Listen, young women, old women, middle-aged women, listen, men. We've got to learn to take a little time for ourselves. You know, I was watching a video that someone forwarded to me this week that touched my heart and just a few excerpts from it. It says, take a 10 to 30 minute walk every day. Take a 10 to 30 minute walk every day. And while you walk, smile. Oh my Lord. It, it may be hurting you. May you may be feeling the pain, but smile. And then it says, number two, sit in silence for at least 10 minutes each day. Just be still. And when you wake up in the morning, pray and ask God's guidance for your purpose today. God, what is it that I'm supposed to do today? Show me today what it is I'm supposed to do. And then drink some green tea and plenty of water. Get you a cup of hot tea and drink plenty of water and just relax. Try to make at least three people smile each day. And don't waste, oh my goodness, now this is good. Listen, 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 Linda, listen. Don't waste your precious time on gossip, negative thoughts, and things you can't control. Oh my, don't waste your time on precious time. That's your precious time. Don't waste it on gossip and negative thoughts and things you can't control. It's time to speak life into you. Do you hear me? It's time to speak life into yourself. Say that to yourself. Put your hand on your chest and say, it's time for me. And I want you to say your name. Okay. I want you to say your name. It's time for me, Sharon Patricia Cannon-Jones, 
to speak life into me. That's right. Say it again. It's time for me. Call your name out. Call your name out. It's time for you to speak life into yourself. It's time for you to live and not die. Stop talking about, I, I, even if you're sick, speak life into yourself. Don't allow the enemy to speak death over you. Speak life. God, the Lord Jesus said, I give you life and I give it to you more abundantly. So it's time to live and not die. Today is going to be phenomenal. Are you excited? I am. I'm excited. I want you to listen to these few announcements. Listen to these few announcements and we'll be right back. Thank you for joining us today on the Matters of the Heart podcast with Bishop Sharon Jones. Our next She Leads Facebook Live meeting will be a virtual tea party via Zoom on Saturday, November the 7th at 10 a.m. Bishop Sharon Jones, along with her special guests, will facilitate this virtual tea party. All participants must request to be added to the She Leads Virtual Tea Party's private group chat to receive the Zoom link. A post is on the She Leads Facebook page. Please comment on the post and your name will be added to the list. You must be a member of the She Leads group on Facebook to access this post. There are only 90 slides available. The meeting will be broadcast live via the She Leads Facebook page. Bishop Sharon would love for all participants of the Tea Party to have the She Leads mug. The mugs are $12.95. To purchase a mug, please go to www.spcjministries.org. Shipping fees do apply. If you would like to sow into this ministry, there are two ways you can do so. Please download the Givelify app and type in SPCJ Ministries, or you can also give via Cash App. Dollar sign Bishop Sharon Jones. Again, thank you for listening. Enjoy this podcast with Bishop Sharon Jones and her special guests dealing with the matters of the heart. God bless you. Today's episode is Business Matters. And again, I say many of you have dreams and visions, books and ideas in you that you are literally just sitting on, afraid to pursue because of one reason or another. And we just want to talk today, just want to talk. I have three very special guests with me who share your feelings, but overcame those fears and anxieties and are now walking in their purpose. That is so important. What I just said is so important. Walking in your purpose. There is a reason for your being here. That's a reason that you're where you are today. So we've got to know that it is important that you begin to walk in your purpose. I have with me Dr. Monica Hardy, Evangelist Tashika Perry Harris, and Ms. Jazzy Barber. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. God Good morning. bless you. God bless Good morning. You. All right. Thank you for accepting my invitation to share with us today. There are many on the air listening that are where you were. Uh-huh. They had an idea, a dream, a vision, and didn't know where or how to start. 
So the Lord is going to use you today to put some fire under some men and some women and get them and get them a going. All right, going to get them a going this morning. I, my first guy, my first guest is Miss Jazzy. I call her Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Good morning. You're good. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Miss Jazzy, you? listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Miss Jazzy is a bad female barber in the city of Jacksonville. Oh my God. She is bad. Now this bad is is does it means bad but good. Okay. Let's not get let's not get it mixed up. She is a bad female barber in the city of Jacksonville. She is Bishop's Barber. She is the one that made me fall in love with Bishop's uh, beard. Because I told him when he was talking about doing a beard, I told him, I said, you made a mistake. You told me the direction to shave you in. I said, get a beard if you want to. One night while you're asleep, I'm going to take the razor and you just go zoop. <laughs> but she came over since we've been closed in. Amen. She's been coming over to the over to the house and she's been keeping Bishop looking good. But that day, uh, they put their their back to me while she was doing his cutting his hair. Then she started on the beard. And when she finished, oh my Lord, she said, she called me, she said, come around here and see. And when I looked, I said, oh my God. <laughs> I wanted to say, okay, it's time for us to go on a honeymoon right now. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> She's bad. She's a bad, she, she mostly does, I think she does almost every black um, pastor in, in the city of Jacksonville. <laughs> Uh, hair and beard. She keeps them looking good. Amen. And her testimony is a testimony of inspiration. She saw a need for her life and her family and was motivated to pursue an area dominated by men. You don't have too many women barbers, but she did it. And she thought, she never thought it was her calling, but she did it. She did it. And welcome again, Jazzy. All right, come on, Jazzy. Share with us how you how you got started in your business. So I have two boys, and at the time, I could not afford to get them a haircut every week. And I liked them to look nice at all times. So I went and purchased some clippers, and I started cutting it myself, and I liked it. It was fun, and I realized how good I was. So I went to school for it, and that's what I've been doing ever since. So uh, you didn't know you weren't yeah. experienced in this? Not at all. All you Not knew was all. you didn't want two nappy head boys. That's what I knew. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so you went out and you bought some clippers. Yes, ma'am. Not knowing how to do it. Didn't have a clue. <laughs> didn't have a clue, but you were on a mission. Yes, ma'am. Keeping those boys' hair looking good. Were you afraid to pursue it? I wasn't, to my surprise, because there's a lot of things that I am afraid to do, but I just, I literally went to the school the next day and signed up, and I've been doing that since 2000, since 2006. Since 2006, you went mm -hmm. to the, which, 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 you went to a barber school? Yes, Fortis um, College Institute. It used to be on University Boulevard. All right. Okay. Okay. So you were on a mission. You went and you signed, you didn't just wait. Okay, no, you said you were not, I'm sorry? No, ma'am, I didn't wait. <laughs> okay, you just went on and did it because you, you know, and how many of you out there 
that the Lord is saying something to your heart and you know it's God's. When you know God is telling you to do something, you've got to pursue it. That, that, that might, you know, you might make a mistake the first time, but you know God said this is what you're supposed to do. You know God is going to, and you believed it just like Jazzy. She believed that she was going to be able to do this. So what she did was she got up, my God. You didn't wait. Did you wait for somebody else to do it for you, Jazzy? No, ma'am. I did not. <laughs> You didn't wait for nobody to do it. And how many of you sitting out there listening to jazz and you know God is telling you to do something and you know you've got to do it, but you're waiting on someone else to do it for you? No. That, wrong, wrong, wrong. You cannot wait for someone else to do it. Now, if someone else know how to do what it is that you want to do, you can get their advice on something, but you cannot. Suppose they don't want you to do that. Mm. Jazz, suppose somebody didn't want you to cut your boy's hair. Mm. They'll be okay. <laughs> They'll be okay. Yes, ma'am. They'll be okay. They'll That's be right. okay. They'll be okay. You just can't wait for people to want it for you. You've got to want it for yourself. And mm -hmm. you've got to see it. All right. What keeps you motivated and moving uh, in the industry, Jazz? What keeps you motivated? I love, I love being in a male-dominated industry. And I love being top tier in a male dominated industry that keeps me thriving uh, aside from loving what i do i love to be on top with the boys so to say come on now yeah <laughs> they're looking and they said well what's what what she thinks she gonna do because mm -hmm. it wasn't easy it wasn't right. an easy journey. I, I received a lot of backlash in the beginning, of course, because it is a male-dominated industry. Most men didn't want women to cut their hair. Because when I started in 2006, there were not a lot of women in this industry. So I received backlash from clients, from shop owners I used to work with, co-workers, but it didn't stop me. It didn't stop you. No, man. It didn't. Actually, it pushed you a little bit harder, didn't it? Y yes, it did. Yeah. Because and, and nobody can tell me what I cannot do. You're not going right. to tell me what I can't do. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's something that uh, we tell our children. Don't let anyone tell you what you can't do. Because you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. You said you 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 always like to be the top tier. Yes. Top, what are you talking about? Yes, I like to be the one who's who people seek after. For in in this industry, ah, uh, and and they seek they seek after you, don't? They? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I know they do. And you know what? I love the way you operate your business. I I tell you what. I hope there's some beauticians on on this line this morning, uh, uh, so they can they can pick something. Jazzy, will you tell somebody? It might be a barber on here or a beautician. Tell them how you um, sign your clients up and give out your appointments. Come on, talk to me, please. So I'm an appointment-only barber. I have a booking site where you have to go online and book your appointments. Um, a deposit is required to secure your spot. Um, I have a private studio. Whoa! <laughs> They have so to pay if, a deposit. Even if they, so even if they miss their appointment, you're still getting paid. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Go ahead. Absolutely. You have to, you have to, I learned that you have to, in this, this industry can easily be seen as a hustle instead of a career easily. Mm. And that's, that's barbers are mainly to blame for that because they come in late, they drag their feet, they're outside eating while you're in the chair doing all kinds of things, except for cutting your hair. They don't treat it like a career. I treat it like a, a career. I don't treat it like a hustle because it's not a hustle. Um, so a deposit is required. Um, I had to activate that feature so I could ward away and, and, and get those people away from me who are willing to play with my time. Those people who have no regard for the fact that this is my job and this is how I pay my bills. I had to get those people away from my me. time is precious. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, my time is. is precious. And and uh, come on, come on, come on. I got I, I got something that I want to say, but I want you to tell it to us first. Come on, tell us how you your your you told us that that you um require a deposit. Okay, okay. And what about the people in in your in your shop? Are they all um do you call this shop or salon? Uh, I call it a private studio because I don't. Private. I don't, yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> So, so do you have five, six, 10, 20 people sitting in your private uh, studio at one Absolutely time? No, ma'am. It's just myself and my client. It's a controlled environment. It's a clean environment. It's a peaceful environment. There's no one screaming over your head talking about uh, sports and all kind of unseemly thing. It's a very personal experience. Very personal. Mm-hmm. So you have... There's one person in your private studio at a time, yes, and you know yes. I've 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 witnessed that I've witnessed that I've gone to the to your private uh, studio sometimes with uh, with Chief Apostle, and mm-hmm. when when one customer is walking out, we're walking in. Mm-hmm. We go directly to the chair, sit in the chair. You do uh, Chief Apostle's hair, and mm-hmm. then. After you finish him, we walk out, and it's normally Bishop Hill. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> it's normally Bishop Hill that is waiting to come in next. Yes. All right. So so you steady have him moving. You yes. don't you don't get me and wet my hair and then sit me over, sit me over to the side. Uh-huh. No. And you know you got me because I can't go nowhere because my how many of you all out there in the listening audience hate for them to do you like that? Mm. I remember I told one young lady I had to stop going to. I, I told her, I said, baby, my time is precious. Yes. I can't just sit up here with a wet head. And I, I, I mm. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So so get so get some tips from, from Miss Jazzy today, okay? And realize this is not a hustle, it's a career. Stop, stop eating. Oh, can you can you excuse me a minute? Just let me eat. No, no you eat before I sit in the chair, because it's my time now. Come on. And, every, and then have them going in and out. Everybody's time needs to be respected. Time is a precious, precious expenditure that you cannot get back and i do not like disrespecting people's time i i can't stand for that all right thank you darling i'm so glad to have you with us today (laughs) amen i'm so glad you you came some of i believe some of if any man on here he's going to be hunting you down and some of these ladies going to be hunting you down too 
Amen. Amen. She does an awesome job. She does an awesome job. And what we're going to do is we're going to um, display her her information and everything on the podcast and also on She Leads. So if any of you want to get in contact uh, with, with Jazz, if you just want to ask her, how did you do it? How did you do it? Uh, Miss Jazz would sit down and she would talk to you because some of you out there, you like some of you ladies like to cut hair. It's all right. Mm -hmm. It's all right. It doesn't matter because it's a male dominated industry. If that's what you want to do, stop letting your boys walk around here and look like little pickaninnies <laughs> by the head. <laughs> go get you some clippers, put a bowl on the top of his head, and just go around in a circle. Now, now wait a minute. <laughs> Teresa Burton has a brand new grandson, my Lord Jesus, and he has a head full. He has a head full of hair. Can you see her putting a bowl on the top of that baby's head <laughs> and going around in circle? No, no, take him to Jazzy. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I'm so happy you you talked to us today. So again, You're I welcome. want to encourage you. All right, give give someone out there. A word of encouragement. You understand? If they, if they, if they want to do this, what, what would you say to them? Follow your passion, follow your dream, and believe God. Follow your passion, follow your dream, and do what? Believe and, God. And believe God. And just go on and do it. Amen. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted them. Follow your passion, follow your dream, and believe God. There is nothing that's too hard for you. With God on your side, you can do all things. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. You're and welcome. God bless you. All right. My next guest is Evangelist Tashika Perry Harris. Welcome, dear. How are you today? I am amazing, and thank you so much for having me. God bless you. Evangelist Harris lives in Fort Myers, Florida. She's originally from Jacksonville. And guess what? She attended William M. Reigns Senior High School. The Mighty Vikings. The Mighty Mighty Vikings. The Mighty Vikings. The Mighty Mighty Vikings. <laughs> Itchy Bond. Yes. Yeah, Vikings out there. Ah, uh, 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 Evangelist Tashika, you mighty quiet. You're supposed to be cheering and screaming itchy bond when I said that, girl. Come on. Hey, I am on here screaming right along with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Vikings go. There you go. Evangelist Tashika attended uh, Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida. And she is the owner. Listen, ah, she has her own. She is the owner of Crowning Daughters for Success Enrichment Program. This program assists young girls in embracing the true essence of beauty and powers and empowers them to make a difference in life through core values and positive character traits. She is an author. Ah, she is the author of Dressing My Inner Beauty Journal. And then she's a, she's a talk show host. 
She's the host of Girl Talk. Welcome again, darling. Thank you again for having me. All right. I'm so very happy to have you with me this morning to share what drives your business success. What's your criterion for saying yes? Yes. We all have something that drives our yes. What's yours? You know what? Uh, many people in business make a huge mistake uh, when it comes to the yes. And, and what drives a lot of people to say yes truly ends them in a place of regret, confusion, and loss. And that is money. Most people are driven by, I'll write you this check for this particular service. That is not my, that is not my factor. And, and though I am a, a legitimate business and, and money is key to uh, uh, success, that is not why I say yes. In order for me to say yes to a speaking engagement, an empowerment workshop, um, an opportunity to uh, build and mentor, even for my talk show that I uh, execute, uh, the first thing I need to know is, am I going to make a productive impact? Impact right. is very important to me and impact is above money because you cannot buy impact. You have to have it. It's, it's an intrinsic gift that we have. Um, value. Is it is it a part of my value system? Um, I've had many people uh, who was amazed at how God uses my influence and they've wanted me to speak in areas that did not honor God. And I wow. believe, and this is me personally, if you don't honor God, I didn't say believe, but if you don't at least respect and honor the God in my life, then you cannot use the gift that God has given me. Oh, and that, baby, that, that, I hope you that, wrote that down because I want you to say that again. If you do not respect or honor the God in my life, you will not use the gift that he gave me. Woo! You, you cannot. And so, so we can get sidetracked when it comes to money if we don't already have this value system. We can get sidetracked. They don't have to honor God. They can have us out there, you know, misrepresenting God and giving us a check. And then we go home and have to deal with the demons of condemnation. And last but not least, after um, impact, is it according to my value system? Is this a my assignment? There are certain areas that we go into and we wonder why we are attacked. We wonder why there's so much backlash um, upon us. And we wonder why we don't make a lasting impact because it was not your assignment. You said yes for a check, not because it was your assignment. So these are my top three. Um, impact, value, is this my assignment? Oh, impact, value, is it my assignment? Not just to get a check. Mm -mm. Get a check and then have to go home and deal with the demons. Mm. And mm. you know what, baby? It's something about God. The Lord will speak to you and let you know whether you need, whether you're supposed to be doing that or not. Absolutely. And some people just see the check and say, "Oh, I, oh, I need this. I need." No, you don't need that if that's not what God has called you to do. Ha! Huh? Is it your assignment? Whose life will you impact? If you do this, that's good. I like that. I like that. And then I like this part. I wrote it. I had to write this down. It's a, if, it does, if it does not honor and respect the God in my life, you will not use the gift in me. You will not Absolutely. prostitute me. Mm -mm. No. 
No, absolutely not. And you know what? It took a couple of times because I'm so eager to help and I'm so eager to 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 use the influence that God has given me. It took many times for me to understand that they did not want God. They didn't want me. They wanted to draw people. So they used my picture on flyers. They used my name on announcements. They didn't want God. They didn't want what God had in me. They just wanted my name to draw other people. And so I had to realize that even if I only spoke three times a year, I would rather speak three over 100 to know that I was in God's perfect will and in, in a, in, and in a perfect place to make a lasting impact. All right, because people will try to use you. Yes, they will. People <laughs> will use you until they almost use you up or use you until you come to your senses. Absolutely. And, one, and, and it becomes a time when you ought to come to yourself. Absolutely. And realize what really is. What's really happening here? Absolutely. What gives you hope, uh, dear, during uncertain and unclear times uh, and competitors? What gives you hope? Well, you know what? I love that question because in life, in general, we have to have hope, not just in business. So if you are not incorporating um, uh, things that build hope, positivity and optimism in your personal life, you're not going to be ready for business. <laughs> so it's not just a business matter. It's a personal uh, development that we have to incorporate on a daily basis in every aspect of our life, relationships, careers, um, and different involvements. And what what builds me in spite of hard times and in spite of competitors is, is knowing that God has approved me. That's the yes. number one thing. When God has approved, you know, when, when, when they went in and they ramshacked the city and David went to God and said, can I pursue them? Because they, they have done something, but you know, you've helped me before, but I know if you tell me I can pursue this, I know I'm going to win if you're with me. So, so knowing that God is with me and that God has approved what I am doing, it gives me hope and that hope helps me to execute action. And a lot of times people don't know that they are called so they stop when trouble comes. Mm. You have to know that you are called so nothing right. stops you. And you also have to know, and I know it's a, it's, it's a popular cliche, what's for you is for you. I know many people, my mom has a shop in Jacksonville, Florida off Lim Turner, and it's about 20 beauty salons on the strip of Lim Turner. And not one of them are empty on a Saturday. All and so right. you have to understand, you don't have to be intimidated by your competitors. You have to know how to stay in your lane and go at the pace that God has called you on and success will always be awaiting you. All right, all right. So I, I'm not intimidated. I, if, I know that if, 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 if I have been approved or my assignment has been approved by God, I don't care what famine, I don't care what comes, what goes. I know God is going to create a way out of no way. And I remain content. Paul says, I've learned to remain content whether I have or I don't have. And contentment is what keeps me from being anxious to accept any and everything. All right. So even in a business, even in a business, You've got to be called to do what it is you do. Because Absolutely. if you're not called, anything will make you stop. Mm -hmm. 
Anything will make you become discouraged. You don't have, and just like you were talking, and you 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 told the truth down them turn of mind, Lord Jesus, left and right. You go a block there. <laughs> there is it's about like churches. You got you got a church on every corner. You understand what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. But if you're not called, even in ministry, if you're not called to do what you're doing, you're sitting up in a church and you only have three people and that's the husband, the wife, and the child. If you're not called to stick with it, you will become discouraged and walk away. If you're not called to do what it is that you're doing, you're, uh, you know what, let me, let me say this too. I, I want to help somebody. If you are working on a job, a customer service job, you know, and you're calling, listen to me now. Don't go, don't go, don't go looking, looking crazy on me. You're, you've learned how to get millions of dollars for these people. And I, I feel this way. Somewhere in that earning a million, two million, three million, five million dollars uh, uh, for them, uh, Evangelist Harris, I think some action ought to rise in me somewhere and say, if you did it for them, you can do it for yourself. Absolutely. You're just making, you're, you're building a legacy for their children. Mm -hmm. You're making money for their children and your children, uh, you don't even have an inheritance to leave for your own. All right. So make sure you're called to do what and then when you when you have when you're in a position, work it, work it yep. hard, be diligent in it, amen. And God will bless you. Yes, He will. Yes, He will. Yes, he what will. are some business rules that you live by uh, that you can share with us? Tell us some business rules. Yeah, I have a list, but I'm going to share my top. You know, um, 20 years of facilitating, uh, preaching, uh, being um, an author. Um, I have learned that rules set boundaries. Oh. And one of my rules is never to be afraid to say no. Because when you are in business, everyone expects you uh, to meet every single need that they have in order to stamp your business successful, legit, and, and in business, if you're going to stay in business, you're going to have to learn the word no is a complete sentence okay. um, because people will pull you from from here to there with all of the yeses. And then you don't have time for the real yes. You have overlooked and undermined the true yes that you were supposed to commit to. Um, so I've learned how to say no. Number one, um, I've learned to trust God no matter what. Because I am, I am persuaded, as Paul said, this is what I'm called to do. Um, I believe also to have multiple streams of income in the area of your assignment. So you have wow. some people that may want to cut hair. You may have some people that may want to uh, open a boutique. And then you're all over the place and you wonder why nothing is successful. My, my assignment is people. And so that means becoming an author of a book, I'm still dealing with people. Uh, customizing workshops for businesses, I'm still dealing with people. So I keep my multiple streams of income in the same pocket so I'm not scattered all over the place and I can still maintain order. Um, collaborations to me are, are essential for any business. You cannot be afraid to hook up with someone that 
can uh, iron sharpens iron. All Don't right, be afraid to collaborate. Don't, Don't be afraid, afraid to, to to reach out to another sister or a brother and say, hey, we're doing similar things. Let's have lunch. And if your spirit bears witness with their spirit, don't feel like, oh, if I bring them on board, they're going to do better than me. When Come you on. have that type of crap mentality, you will yes. never succeed in business. And, and dear, can I say this? Yes. That's a problem in the city of Jacksonville. Yes. That crab mentality, not wanting to help each other because you might go a little bit higher than me. But I've learned one thing. If you get behind me or if I get behind you and push you, when I get to the top, you're going to be up there too. Absolutely. You Absolutely. can't get to the top with me pushing you without me getting up there too. So we cannot be afraid to help one another. Don't be selfish with it. You know, I remember once I, I was trying to, to get a speaker uh, for my women's conference here in Jacksonville. And I called a pastor who I knew had direct contact with this person. Do you know he told me, no, I can't do that. I can't give you um, that information. And, mm. and I, it, it completely shocked me. I was totally shocked, and uh, you know, because I, I thought about myself. I said, well, if I had the information, I'll, I would give it to him, but guess what? The Lord gave me my own hookup. He gave me my That's own right. hookup through Bishop T.D. Jakes. Mm, and he'll do and it. Then, and then he said, if you got anybody else you want to contact, my contacts are your contacts. Don't do it. Don't be afraid to help somebody else. Come on, and God will bless you. God, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Talk yes, to me a will. little bit, just a little bit, about your 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 young girls group that you have, Crowning Daughters for Success. The Crowning Daughters for Success um, enrichment program, I was actually working for a youth organization, just as you mentioned, how we make millions of dollars for other people. And uh, different uh, donors would come in the building to observe my program. And they will leave out writing $50,000 checks, $75,000 a I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars to run this particular organization. And so I thought about it and I said, you know, it, it, I, I know that I can do this for myself if one person is willing, based on my program, to write a $100,000 check and they've only seen my program for about three to five minutes. Wow. And so I thought about the girls that the different girls that I could, could could touch and reach. So I talked to the CEO and I said, hey, I want to resign and I want to start the Crowning Daughters for Success um, um, enrichment program. This was in 2006. And she said, well, what can I do to help you? I said, you can let me resign and you can hire me back as a contractor and you can give me all of the schools that I need to implement my program. And because I had such favor with her and because I operated in integrity when I was an employee, when yes. I became a business owner, yes. I had so many contracts that I could not even facilitate them all. Wow. So the Crowning Daughters for Success is a enrichment program that customized personal development programs that build character, that build confidence, that build faith in girls as well as boys throughout the world. I've, I've spoken and I've facilitated various personal and professional development workshops for youth. All right. You know, uh, we need positive and godly examples for our young girls and and our young ladies and our boys because they see so much uh, going on around them and they need someone positive. 
<laughs> someone positive to be an example to them and someone who will speak positiveness in them. And I know that the Crowning Daughters for Success Enrichment Program will continue to develop the lives of girls everywhere. And, and uh, Evangelist Harris, as you go forth, we're going to be praying for you. I'm sure somebody, someone out there has a dream, has a vision, just like God gave it to you, and they don't know how to start it. All right. And if you're, if you're that person, we're going to put her information on the podcast. It's going to be there. Get in contact with her. Amen. Number one, yes. she's going to pray. I believe, I believe that she's going to pray with you and make sure you're on the right course, number one. Make sure Absolutely. that's the area that you're supposed to be going in. And then I believe that she will help you <clears throat> uh, go through it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, darling. Thank you. So, God bless you. God bless mm. you. I'm going to have to have to uh, get you on again so you can talk some more about um, the, the, the crowning daughters for success and also dressing my inner beauty journal. Yes, yes. A journal that brings faith, confidence, and character. It's a very good journal. Thanks for having me. Thank you again. Thank you. I know that you're enjoying these beautiful women and their wealth of wisdom. And thank you, ladies, again for joining me this morning. We're going to take another short break for announcements, and we will be right back. We pray you enjoyed this podcast and would like you to share, subscribe, and follow the Matters of the Heart podcast through Podbean for weekly episodes. The next Matters of the Heart with Bishop Sharon Jones podcast live will be on Saturday, December the 5th at 10 a.m. right here on Podbean with Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman as a special guest. Remember, we are taking this journey together. God bless you, and may he give you strength for your journey. Amen. Yes, our next podcast, December the 5th, um, Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman is going to be with us, so make sure you write the date down on the calendar. All right, we're back and continuing our discussion with my, with, with my very special guest, my final guest, Dr. Monica Hardy. Hello, darling. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Dr. Hardy is a gifted uh, writer. She's a publisher. Oh, she's just a wonderful businesswoman. She has authored four books, co-authored three books, edited and doctored ten books. And she has authored four projects for other authors and pastors, book workbooks and and magazines oh my goodness you're a busy lady <laughs> yes ma'am yes ma'am and, and i'm so happy to have you with me this morning dr hardy there i am so honored many. to be here god bless you god bless you you know there are so many who have, have expressed the desire to write a book um, yes. Said, oh, I got. I want to write a book. I want to write a book. I want to write a book. <laughs> want to write a book. But they got it in their heads, but can't get it on paper. Got yes, it. they do. <laughs> Does that sound like anybody out there? You got it in your head, but don't know how to get it in your hand. Got it in your <laughs> head, but not in your hand. Dr. Hardy, help us out. How do we get that book out of 
our head and into our hands. Come on, well, let's talk to us. Wherever you want to start, just start. Two, I have two very simple strategies um, to share with you today for getting that book out of your head into your hands. And I've named them. First step, step one would be either lay it out or step two. Now, um, brace yourself for this one. Step two, I call it throw it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> and again, that sounds gross, but believe it or not, uh, many people fall in the category of throw it up. And I'm going to wow. explain to you what it means, yes, what I mean please. by lay it out. understand the difference in it. <laughs> <laughs> or throw it up. Right. So first of all, let me talk really quickly about what I call lay it out. Lay it out is mostly for, for people that have some experience with writing or they have probably written a book before. So lay it out means you've thought about it. God has dropped this in your spirit. So I'm going to kind of sum it up in seven simple steps. You ready? Step number one, determine your purpose and your audience. You know, you must think why do you want to write and who are you trying to reach step number two select the book title now what is this book going to be called don't make it too long it needs to be concise or it should be concise and you need to compel them something is going to leap off of the shelf number three create a writing schedule and stick to it now, what do I mean by writing schedule? A table of contents. Some people dive in and they haven't set a guide yet. A table of contents, even if it changes, start with a writing schedule. That's your table of contents. Number four, conduct some research. Who kind of agrees with you? Is, are there scriptures to support it? Are there quotes? Are there other books? Are there other authors? What other ideas is it, exist? What other thoughts exist? You know, or are you, have you tapped into something that no one has thought of? Do your homework. Number five, focus on writing. Get your thoughts out. Number six. Give it structure. There's a basic structure. Intro, that's setting the scene. Your body, which is your chapters. And then your conclusion, which is your summary. That's the basic flow of everything. A book or paper is a basic flow. And last but not least, step number seven, proofread it. What does that mean? Read it out loud. Read in, if you read anything out loud, you can literally hear your errors All right. and you can see the words that you miss. So those are the seven basic steps for laying a book out. All right. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, yeah. if you want now, step two, throw it up. All right. Step two, throw it up are those people that has probably never written anything a day of their life. They are very nervous. So it's one simple step. Next step number five, focus on writing. Plain and simple, get it out. Just get it out. Don't try to give it an intro, a body, and a conclusion. Don't try to do all of that. You're not ready for that. You can't do that. Just start putting those thoughts on paper so what i tell everybody in this throw up concept is don't organize categorize so if you look at genesis 1 and 11 
That's a perfect example of what I mean by organized. Because if you pay attention to Genesis, God was organized. So in Genesis 1 and 11, you see um, earth, grass, herb, seed, fruit tree, and fruit. That's an order. That's organized. I'm telling you, when you're throwing up, you cannot be organized. Throw up, as gross as it sounds, is exactly what it is. What's on the inside of you simply comes out. Okay, it just, blah, there it is. You put it on the paper. However, you can categorize. So if you pay attention, go back to Genesis chapter one, God kind of categorized everything. You have heaven, earth, you have light, meaning day and dark. You have land, meaning earth and water, which is sea. You have the signs, such as the suns, the clouds, the stars, the moon. You have the four seasons. You see greater light and lesser light. And then you see the creatures, the sea creatures, the earth creatures. Then you even see two houses, male and female. It's not per se organized, but it's categorized. So just throw it up, get it on the paper. And if you don't know anything else, put it in categories. That go with that, that go with that, that go with that. Because most people through my years of writing, I found that they know what they want to say, but they struggle with how to say it. And they struggle with fluidity. They don't know how to transition from one statement to the next statement, but they kind of have an idea what they want to say. So go ahead and just say it, get it out. Most people want it to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Right. Let's think naturally. When you eat something and don't agree with you, you just throw it up on the floor. You, it's on the oh, floor. It's right. not, or, you know, it's not organized. The peas it's don't be mixed with It's all over the place. That's why you have to go get help, get professional help to, to make it look right. But if you, if anything, you stop walking around just carrying the baby. Push it out. Throw it up. So those are the two strategies. You either can lay it out or throw it up. But either way, it will get from your head to your hand. It will get to the paper. Oh, my goodness. I thank God for you being with us today. I, <laughs> I know this information that you've given this morning has been very, very beneficial, darling. Very beneficial. So many who are struggling to get started. Amen. Just put a, a pen to the paper and just start writing. Correct. Right. Just just put it out there. Get it throw out. Throw it up. Get it out. <laughs> get it out of you. Don't worry about it spreading. Just get it get out it of out. you. All right. <laughs> and, and you you offer three book services. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I, I thought it was imperative to 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 mention these three services because they complement the two strategies so well. So first of all, I believe number one, the number one service I offer in this area is a book consultation. Now, honestly, this is for everyone. Whether you are a new writer or an experienced writer, you should sit down and have a book consultation. In a book consultation with me, I do what you call stir up the gift. I'm gonna determine that that is a book. I'm going to pull that information out of you. When you leave me, you're going to be excited. You're going to be ready to go. We're going to fluff through those thoughts. I'm going to require you to brainstorm and think. I'm going to challenge your mind. You know, so a book consultation is where I stir it up. You know, you can have all the sugar and Kool-Aid, but if no one stirs it, it doesn't have flavor. All right. 
All right. Flavor to what you are doing. Okay. All right. Number two, a book editor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for those that say they have some experience and they have laid it out, you need to hire an editor. No one should try to edit their own work. Okay. Right. So doing the because book. It will always edit- sound good to you. Exactly. And you're not going to see your own mistakes. So a book editor, that's when you go, um, I go from that's copy to content editing. That's when I'm coming behind you to look at your grammar, punctuation, your structure, your flow, your tense, your sentences. Are you fragmented? So these are the things that we need to enter closely look at. That's that's for that writer that has some kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And then the last service is a book doctor. Now, this is for those that just threw it up. Those that just threw it up, you then need to seek out a book doctor. And I can function as your book doctor. That is development and significant content editing. Okay, so that's where I turn your words into sentences your sentences in the paragraphs, your paragraphs in the pages, and your pages into a manuscript. Mm. So that's where I take your words and then develop it into a manuscript. And mm. I've literally had clients, and a lot of them were our pastors, where I've just told them after they gave them their book, I was like, okay, leave the room. <laughs> because I took their book and dissected it. I broke it into chapters and I rearranged their entire book. Because it so didn't. You, so you got a. You, they gave you uh, ten pages, and you gave them two pages back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I literally once had an author where one chapter was twenty pages. I'm like, okay, no one's gonna read all that. That's bit. That's a bit long. And you know. So once I explained to him, and then I found one thing about clergy when they write, they sometimes tend to preach. Yes. And I'm saying, okay, we're going to cut that sermon out and I'm going to send that to you in a separate document because that's a wonderful sermon, but it has absolutely nothing to do with this book. And what happens is we kind of get off what I call the main road and turn into a cul-de-sac and we start preaching. Focus on the book. So then, yes, you do need a doctor to come in and do surgery, move things around and put them in the right place. So those are the three services, book consults, book consultation, book editor, and book doctor. And book doctor. You know, I remember when I did my my first book, uh, I, I guess I was my consultant person, my editor, and my book doctor. But it taught me something. It taught me to pay people to do what I don't know how to do. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's right. Because then when I went back to read it on the editing part, I saw a, a TH and well, what happened to the E? Right. TH, well, what happened to the ERE? You understand? Right. And then I'm saying, I said, uh uh-uh, uh, you can't do this. And I got a professional to do it. And then when they got back to me, man, they had put, you know, editors, they, they have those long lines and they put it all over in the in the um the borders and that I said, well all right then, okay, thank God. Uh, you 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 making your money. <laughs> I, I think that's right. But if we want to do it, we want to do it right. And yes. Pay somebody who 
who know what they're doing. If I, if you know what you're doing, invest in yourself. Yes, ma'am. Invest in your project. Invest in it because you want it to be your best. Oh my God. To my listening audience, let listen. If you want to get that book out of your head and into your hands, contact Dr. Monica Hardy. Her information is going to also be on the uh, podcast site and also on my, my personal Facebook pages. So get in contact with these ladies. Get in contact with these beautiful ladies who are on here today. Dr. Monica Hardy, Evangelist Takesha uh, Harris, and, and Miss Jazzy. And, and get in contact with them and pick their brains. Pick their brains. Amen. Do it. They'll talk to you. They'll talk to you. They'll share. Now don't, now don't go there looking for everything free. Ooh, Jesus. Don't look for it. That's their business. All right? All right? But they will be they will be so happy to help you. God bless you all. Oh, my goodness. This has been a good day. There are so many with dreams and visions, amen, and business ideas and desires who are afraid to step out and pursue what they see or what they have, have seen. And my uh, guests are examples that you can do it. Dr. Hardy, can you just leave um, someone out there that wants to start with the book? I know you've talked and you've talked good to us, but say something special to that person. If you have a book in your belly, you know, don't begin to doubt what God has placed in your belly. Begin to write. One thing I've learned about many people is they don't trust what God has placed in them. In the book of Habakkuk, the prophet says, and this is one of my favorite, absolutely favorite scriptures, is write the vision and make it plain. Writing is powerful. Um, the word author means another level of authority. So when you begin to write, if you pay attention to scriptures, there are scribes throughout the word of God. If you pay attention to the number of times God said, write or scribe and see where it happened at. Look at the places in the Bible where God said, write. Everything of importance, everything of value, every dream, every vision, every every rule, every precept and concept, God said, write it down. Even down to the commandments, the scroll, everything was written. When you write, you give legs to your idea. You give legs to your vision. So as long as you, when you don't write it down, you give it no legs. But the moment you write, you put it in motion. So it's imperative that you write it. Even if you literally have to write it on a napkin, write it down. Put, it. I, I have notepads everywhere. And most people think I went to school for English and journalism. I did not. None of my degrees are in English or journalism. This is a gifting from God to write. And it's so strong on me to I can be in the middle of prayer and God will give me something. I have to stop and write. 
I literally write and pray and write and pray and write. I write all the time. I write in my car. I have notepads in the car, by my bed, in the bathroom. I write all the time. And some things don't actually manifest to two years later. But the key was to write it down. Because the moment you write it down, you give it life. So just write. Just write. Get it out of you. Get it out of your belly. Just write it. Just write it down. Napkins, that's right. I always, I, I had to start taking a tablet in my purse because I would pick up a table napkin. Bishop and I would be sitting at the table and a thought would hit me and I have to write it down. That's right. Keep something close by. Even if you have one of those little, um, well, they don't do cassettes like that anymore. huh? So we can do all of that in our telephone. If you got a smartphone, you can do that. I don't know about those, those dumb phones. That's what my son says. <laughs> But get it out, get it out of you. Oh my God, this has been so good. And each one of us need to understand that there is a purpose, that there's a purpose in our lives. And we were created to provide something on this earth. We're not just here to take up space. There's a purpose for you. If you were to write a book, get, gather the information, get some knowledge on writing writing the book. You, you're supposed to be your CEA, CEO of a business. Get some knowledge in it. You're supposed to have your own business. Get some knowledge in it and work it because that's purpose in your life. You know, Mark Twain said something. He said the two most important days in your life are when you were born and the day you found out why. When you were born. And the day you found out why your why can only be defined by you no one else can tell you your why and when you find out the why then you've got to pursue it you've got to pursue it if a way is not made for you with the help of the lord make your own way Oh, if others don't see what you see and don't want to assist you in what you see, that's all right. Who saw it anyway? It's your dream. If you want to write a book, who is to say you can't write a book? That's your dream. Don't expect, listen, listen to me. Don't expect someone else to be excited and to love your dream like you do. Don't expect somebody to love your book like you. That's your book. You can't wait for somebody. You can't become dis disheartened uh, because someone else won't validate your book and say, go ahead, child. You write, no, go, go ahead, write that book. No, something. suppose you don't get that. So do you let it just die in you? No, you can't do that. You can't expect others to love you. I'm going to say it again. You can't expect others to love your dreams like you do. And don't get angry when people won't push it. Don't get angry when people won't push your book or push your business. The thing you do is don't you give up. You keep pursuing it. God, I know you told me to do this. I know you told me to write this book. I know you told me to start this business. I know you told me to do this ministry. It's your dream. You cannot stop. Don't allow people to stop you. You keep walking and pursuing. Uh, that yes would eventually come if you hold on, keep the faith and trust God. Uh, keep on, go find it. Go find it. Oh my, oh my goodness. Ladies, 
you've been a blessing to us this morning. And again, I say thank you to Dr. Hardy. Thank you, darling, and Evangelist Harris and Miss Jazzy. Jazzy, it's time to put uh, Chief Apostle on the book. Uh, I just want to tell you, it's time now. It's time for you to trim that, that uh, beard up and that hair up. <laughs> and again, if you desire to contact any of these ladies, their information will be placed on the podcast page and my uh, personal Facebook page. And I just want to tell you all, thank you. God bless you. Today has been phenomenal. Yes, it's been phenomenal. And I pray that something has been said that has motivated you to get up and pursue. Shall I pursue? Yes, go pursue and you shall obtain all. Go after that dream and, and watch it come to life. Make up in your mind that I'm not coming out of this the way I went in. I'm coming out with that book in my hand. I'm going to start that career. That CEO title is waiting on me. You can do it. These ladies are examples. Yes, these ladies are examples. And you want to, to, to get more information on them, as I said, look on that podcast page and look on our Facebook page. And we're going to make sure that you get that information. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Matters of the Heart podcast with Bishop Sharon Jones. Uh, listen to my weekly episodes. Listen to my weekly episodes and topics and conversations that will bless your life. And write this date. Listen, write this date on your calendars. The next live podcast will be December the 5th when my, with my special guest, Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman. It's going to be another inspiring and an uplifting word that will equip, empower, and support your life. Pay attention to all of the announcements. She Leads, ladies, pay attention. We have some exciting events happening on She Leads and the Matters of the Heart with Bishop Sharon Jones, and you don't want to miss it. I want you to download, subscribe, follow, and share this app with your friends. Invite them to join in. It can only be a blessing. Before we sign off, before we sign off, we have some door prizes. I have five door prizes that um, we want to give away. How many of you know that um, I got my first um, uh, 1,000 downloads from podcasts? Woo! My goodness, I need a whistle. And I am so honored, and I thank God for all of you that have downloaded and shared. Amen. And so what we're doing today, we're giving away five uh, podcast t-shirts, a thousand downloads. And the way we, uh, we determined who would get them is the first five people who came on. The first five people who came on this morning. That's right. You can't drag. Don't drag your feet. The early bird get the worm. That's what they always say. Don't drag your feet. So we have here, did Pastor Teresa get, get a, a door prize? Uh, oh, that, that Pastor Teresa Burton, oh my goodness, what you call it? She called it early. <laughs> so one is Pastor Teresa uh, Burton, uh, Elder Vaughna Murray, and it says Dee Dee, uh-huh, B.W. Bates, 
And Lady Tanya, oh my God, that's my baby in Atlanta. And Lady Tanya Jones, you all will receive uh, your t-shirts, your prizes. So what we need, we need your email address, your name and address, and each, and we need your t-shirt size, all right? The last part, I'm, I'm reading here what, what uh, Carmela, you all know Carmela. <laughs> Carmela says the last part can be emailed, all right? The last part can be emailed to me, firstladysp at comcast.net. All right. Okay. I wasn't supposed to use that one. Well, that's all right. They'll put that on there too. All right. I think. <laughs> Amen. These, boy, you should see them. They be trying to make all kinds of signs to me. I thank God for them. That's all right. But they'll put that down. Look it up. Uh, go on that podcast or on the She Leads page and you will see it. Well, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. I speak sweet peace to you, <laughs> a peace that passes all understanding. Until next time, God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.